Hey, you guys, and welcome to the Steel Wars Patreon uh, Q&A. We are live streaming, though, for uh, everyone to enjoy as part of our Patreon All Access. And uh, happy Monday. I thought I'd get the Q&A underway now rather than doing a regular hyper chat uh, today because we've got the Monday Monday night football Mandalorian inside look tonight, which we'll be back for a uh, a big roundtable discussion on, and also a little reaction video for me watching it for the first time. So rather than go through Star Wars news now, Star Wars news is uh, about to get uh, tossed on its head in a few hours. So we'll. Do some questions. Hey to everyone in the chat. Catherine Nee, my fave. She's in there. She's saying hey to Sam Carey. Uh, hey, one Marvel fan, Michael Nip. Lauren Romo. How you doing, buddy Elijah Neal? Uh, I mentioned my, Michael Nip as well. Hey, Lauren. Greetings to Lauren, who was... I bring this on myself, I realize, but I did ask what time Monday night football's halftime would be. And the amount of smart Alec Twitterers saying it's between the second and third quarters, that sort of business, not very helpful. But Lauren told me when it's about 9.30. Eastern time. So I appreciate that for um, someone taking me seriously for once, you guys. Now, I'm in pain. Um, I I wanted to get this out. You guys can... uh, I I am so sore in this rib area because of... I watch and follow Star Wars to feel 12 again. Mentally. Emotionally. But what physically helps me feel 12 again and sometimes makes me feel about 80 again is skateboarding, which I've just gotten back into this year. So once Harry wants to go skating, I can, you know, roll around with him and I'm I'm warmed up because I hadn't done it regularly for about 10 years. Before that, I was every day. Um, So it has been a um, a process to – uh, my mind remembers all the uh, how to do all the tricks and stuff, but my body, it, it's lost its Jedi powers. And the way you control the skateboard is, is very Jedi-like, I feel. So as Emily has pointed out, the, the footage is very entertaining. I may have watched that Wipeout video several times in a row. Um. Lauren says that was a gnarly wipeout. Um, so I, I figured we'd just put it up now. And um, if you hadn't watched it, you can enjoy this uh, this bit of action. It, it should have sound. This is yesterday in Bakersfield. Oh. Oh, 
Absolutely, um, the guy skating past. This guy skating past is amazing. He is like a local. Um, you meet a lot of characters at, at skate parks, and and I um had a good sort of skate with him, and uh, he was actually saying to me, "It's not that slippery because up the top was way too waxed. All the scooter kids, that's why it sort of slipped out so much." Um, and he's like, "On me, yeah, it's not that slippery. It's not that slippery." And um, well, I won that argument, didn't I? The hard way. Um, Emily says, uh, "Ah." Lauren says, I cringe just watching. Uh, Emily Lynn says, mostly I just love the big grin on the other guy's face as he skates by. Yeah, it's something. He's, um, he's, he's loving life. Um, oh, but I, I do have to show this is another funny little edit. Um, let's get this up. Paul Ponte, uh, listener to the pod. Uh, great dude that I've got to hang out with uh, over the years. Did this one up for me. Check this out. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It should work. You see the real reason? It's a laser attack. Oh, I do have to say, if I didn't have that on video, I would be devastated to have so much pain inflicted on me. And to this very day, 24 hours later, oh, jeez. Oh. Oh, I feel old. But we're going to talk about Star Wars. I'm just stretching it. And um, that will uh, make me feel young again. And I'm so excited. I have no idea how much new stuff we'll see. But um bit of Mando content today. I haven't got it teed up, but I saw these Mandalorian Element skateboard decks today, which I've um, emailed Element about. And woo, good use of the license. Obi-Wan brand, my buddy out in London, says, have you got a Swellbow steel? Yes, it's... I've had way bigger, and um, but, yeah, it, it's been a while. It has been a while. And Catherine Dean, thank you for being scared for me. Um, one of the few people that had um, some positive energy for me. Everyone else enjoyed me falling over. What's up with that? Oh, ow. Ah. Ah. All right. Oh. Hey, should we do some questions? At the end, um, I'll, I'll, I'll do some live chat questions as well. So, uh, But don't post them now. 
uh, post them when uh, I get up to that, all right? Just chill out. All right. I'm just trying to fix up this screen. All righty. So um, I've got to, I've got to, I'm, I'm working out a new schedule. We've got some new little mini shows starting with the um, onslaught of The Mandalorian, and I'll work out a way to um, get the, uh, the Q&As into a regular day type deal. Um, I will put this up on the main feed, and I'm, I'm going to circulate it because if you're just listening to the podcast, what happens is I do these live streams every day, Monday to Friday, or if you're in Australia, it is Tuesday to Saturday, and all the audio goes up on the Patreon feed. I've just put in putting the Mondays on the main feed to sort of you know, get people to sign up a little bit of sizzle, but I think I'll do every three episodes. So it rotates. So, you know, once a month, the, the, the free people will get, um, a, a Corey Thursdays say, but they are all there on YouTube to enjoy, but I know, and I know for me personally, it is handy to have YouTube stuff just in audio because, you know, when you're driving, and, um, you know, you can do without the uh, amazing visuals like this, me with my eyebrows raised with um, some cool stuff in the background. But, um, and also you get um, from the $3 level and up, you get all the past episodes, all the bonus audio content, um, the Robo Report, Star Wars You by Podcast, Page Wars, all that good stuff. And the Robo Report, we did, I, I was trying to, um, do a Mandalorian commentary where the Mandalorian image would be small on the screen for the latest Robo report. And um, it's, it's been relentlessly challenged by um, international copyright law. So I'm doing up a new version where that's covered up and you can just watch it on another screen or whatever on Disney plus, but um, I'm, I'm working on it. Let's do some questions. <laughs> Uh, and Lauren says, every laugh is agony for steel right now. Well, yeah, I kind of do hope that the Mandalorian, um, trailer inside look doesn't have much in the way of like, like if we see Ahsoka as, um, Noah Van Outlaw is, is, is desperately hoping that we do. So his, uh, little, little scoopsies work out. Okay. Um, the shock of me seeing that for the first time, I, I, it might hurt because, <laughs> you know, when I watch these things, I, I, I do tend to get into it. I'm not sure if you've um, ever picked up on that. So let's go to some questions. And if you're a Patreon, just um, leave questions for the next show underneath this post. And, um, like these guys have done, when I'm ready to do another q and I'll know where to find all the questions in one spot. Timothy Dunlap. What a great dude. Love Tim. I have um, had the pleasure of, of, of traveling the world and, and being online and, and, and meeting Star Wars fans from all over the, the planet. And, and a, a, a few of the gold standards are in the chat right now. You guys can fight amongst yourselves. Um, who is who, but 
Tim's one of those dudes. I miss the guy. Um, he used to live in LA and uh, he's since moved, but it doesn't matter now because I wouldn't be able to see him anyway. Um, but I miss him. Anyway, I'll see him. Maybe at a celebration in person. I, 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 like, his, um, I like his moxie. But he says... Hello, Steel. Ewan McGregor was just on the Empire podcast talking about his new motorcycle show, The Long Way Up. I am very excited. And since I cannot ask him this question directly, I'll ask you. Hmm. I don't know if you've worked out the chain of communication between me and Ewan McGregor, but um, it's not doing so well. I don't know. Have I ever seen Ewan McGregor in real life? I don't think I have. I don't think I've ever real life spotted him. Um, if you were planning a swoop bike or speeder bike trip with your great mates, including long rides, nights of camping, visiting with locals, which Star Wars planet would you spend all of this time on? Ooh, um, that's a good one. We actually, um, this weekend, we're trying to, you know, do sightseeing things that we can, um, be outside and, and, and socially distanced and stuff. So we went up to Yosemite National Park and um, plenty of room up there. So um, that was great. But um, so I am in a road trip type of um, type of mood. So this is a good question. A swoop bike or a speeder bike trip? Well, immediately, like swoop bike, as soon as you think swoop bike, oh, Nip's got the right idea. I'll get this one up. Um, thank you, Michael. Excellent. But, Michael, you, you're definitely on the list because, um, and this is the um, top people I've met list because you, you're, you've got a Patreon question coming up. So you're all right by me, buddy. Anyway. Um, so when you think swoop bike, instantly your mind goes to Tatooine. Uh, that's where we first met the swoops in Shadows of the Empire. Uh, Hasbro brought out a really sweet swoop bike and um, gang member figure. The figure kind of sucked, actually. Its head was had this weird ball joint thing like this. Oh, my God. If you're only listening to the audio, you're missing out on some sweet um, action figure act-outs, which have made me a little dizzy, to be honest. Um, yeah. Tatooine. No buys. Brutal. Hey, it does. I would like to retrace. Oh. Oh. I could retrace the last known steps. Of the great man, Toro Calican. That would that would be a good that would be worth it. You know, go out. Um how they you know rode across the desert, the dun dun, dun that cool music. We could relive those moments. Um but when you think speeder bike, you think Endor, and that seems like an awesome place to, you know, camp out and stuff like that. However, have you noticed the amount of trees on Endor? Mm -mm. Zero buys. Um, 
I prefer to feel a great amount of pain on a skateboard. So um, we will skip that. I, I've got to think, whenever the, the people come up with what real place would you hang out with in Star Wars, it comes down to um, Alderaan. Beautiful place uh, where Space Jimmy Smiths um, takes up as home planet and Naboo, home of uh, Jar Jar Binks and uh, former home of the late great Padme Amidala. Um, out of those two, Alderaan does get blown up. That's got to be a negative. That must have hurt tourism. Must have. So, to answer your question, Tim, I am going for Naboo. Not Naboo. Naboo. Although, Naboo. What a segment. What a segment. Um, and... <laughs> A Price says, are we sure it's wise letting Steel need a near a swoop bike? Very good. Very good. I almost accidentally put you on timeout for five minutes and um, you're very close. You were very close to getting a, uh, a timeout. Um, Gungan Dungeon, how you doing? They ask, do I still collect Star Wars figures? Short answer, no, I do not. My, my action figure history, real quick. When I was little, 80s, loved the things. Couldn't get enough. Literally could not get enough. Um, never had any vehicles. I had the mini rigs, pretty much all of them, except that a few of the Endor ones right at the end. Um, so loved them. Then early 90s, got Back into vintage figures, tried trying to um, collect the um, uh, Chili Spartan. Asking about how many questions there are. There's not that. There's maybe eight or something like that. So um, yeah, he's just asking how many questions there are. Uh, so because he didn't want to, they didn't want to double up with uh, questions. Anyway, back to the topic. Early nineties, rediscovered Star Wars. And found out about vintage figures. Oh, all because of um, Steve Sansweet's concept to screen to collectible book. Ah, perfection. So I get back into vintage figures and don't get the set. Did I sell them again? I think, yes, I sold the ones I acquired. I then sold, except my first ever figure, which was a Luke X-Wing with the head re-stuck on. Um, cause it got overplayed, sold them all in preparation for the power of the force two by Kenna Hasbro, you know, the muscle bound figures that then evolved into what we have now collected everything, every possible thing. Um, you know, in my twenties, uh, cause of my job, I was, I had a, a pretty well paying job for how old I was. And it also covered, my rent, um, they they 
sort of leased me. Actually, no, I lived above their warehouse. I ran a, a chain of skateboard stores and there was an apartment up top and I lived there in the middle of the city and it was the best. <laughs> and I did have a full room of just all Star Wars toys because I, I, was, I was so about it and you could just go to Toys R Us and buy everything. And because I didn't have like any expenses for rent or children or anything like that, bought everything, had multiple adats, had armies going on, Gungans all over the place, battle droids. Then episode two came and two things. Episode two figures just seemed so chintzy, like arms falling off and all that sort of stuff. And they brought out the Tatooine Luke with the hat, like from the deleted scene. And I felt like Waylon Smithers, like, but he's got a new hat uh, for the Malibu Stacy episode, which I've talked about tons of times. But I just, I, I thought when they started redoing the figures, you'd get like the ultimate figure. Like they just brought out that Boba Fett figure that they've um, sizzled last week, the vintage collection. And it's beautiful. And that's what I thought every figure would be like. It would just be a perfect um, representation. Shane Morrissey is on the Facebook chat. And he says, I remember you well buying Star Wars stuff in the mid-90s. Shane Morrissey, founder of Star Walking in uh, Australia, the fan club. He's on the list of A-level cool people I have met through Star Wars. So, um uh hey shane i'm i glow just at the shane morrissey represents so much star wars fun to me in the 90s when i discovered that fan club and there was other nerds in melbourne gathering together to be nerds about star wars oh and um i went to his house and he showed me a piece of the death star that he had shane morrissey showed me um the headbutting stormtrooper on, on a VHS tape. And I, I went home that day and because and, there was no, no internet, I, I rang people to say, hey, you've got to rewatch Star Wars. This is incredible. So, um, hey, Shane. So, um, yeah, Attack of the Clones, I was just sort of like, these, they're not, like, they're redoing figures. Like, I don't want to have 13 Tatooine Lukes. That, that affects my OCD. And I'm not very good at buying or like, you know, I, I'm all or nothing. Um, or I need a, I need a mathematical equation to decide what I buy. Um, do I, is this, is, is there any, um, therapists on, on, on watching this that think I've got a, a an issue anyway. So I began to sell a lot of that stuff and put that money into collecting vintage again because I was like, well, I love the vintage figures. They're not going to bring out any more. I've got a set goal. And just after I started the podcast, I think I finished my vintage collection of all the figures and I've almost got all the vehicles and the play sets. Um, I, I did some pretty good lot buying of things and resold stuff to, to pay for that. And so I've got them very happy. They're just over there and I'll, I'll, I'll make a video of, um, I'm going to reset them up and um, I'll, I'll do a video on my cabinet in the, um, before Christmas. I'll, uh, after, after Mando winds down, I'll, I'll probably do that. Um, and so for figures that I buy now, I just buy like special occasion figures. 
Um, what have I got around here? This is I, I collected the SH figure arts for a while, but it just got too expensive with with Harry and stuff. So I, I sort of got out of that, and I just collect the Luke Skywalker SH figure arts now. Which there's only been three so far, so it's um it's very economical. I the figures I do collect definitely are ones from my least favorite parts of Star Wars. So I've got this is an SH figure arts um C3PO on battle droid head. Die Jedi scum. So um he's up there. I, I got all the like the preview figures for the the five movies, I guess. But I didn't do a solo one. But I got Force Awakens Stormtrooper. Then The Last Jedi was Ray. These are all the Comic-Con ones. Um, and then there was the Red Sith Trooper for The Last Jedi. And Jin Erso for Rogue One. What other stuff did I get in the way of figures? The Darth Maul um, special, like throwback for Celebration last year. Or was that the year before? No, last year. I don't know what time's going on. Um, and... So I've got that. And so, yeah, if there's a good figure as part of a um, an exclusive for a con I'm going to, I will be down to buy that. I do have a complete Snoke collection. Um, what else? I'm just looking over there. I've got a Admiral Raddus on card that, that Steve Stanton um, gifted me, which is very kind. Um, what else is back there? Oh, I've got my Mendo doll, which is like a 12-inch Disney doll to sign. So, yeah, I sort of um, don't collect. There's one thing. Can anyone help me out? You Remember they brought out those Galaxy of Adventure figures, not the original ones that came in the tube that were just sort of like three and three-quarter, but they brought out those sort of bigger kids' size. And the first wave had Ray and I think Chewie and a Stormtrooper, Kylo Ren. There was going to be a Loop Jedi one but I've never seen it. Did that come out? Because I definitely want that. I definitely want that because um, Luke Skywalker is my guy, my guy. But then I love bootleg figures. So um, I've got stuff that me and Raymond, um, you can go back and listen to that podcast of us in Hong Kong. And um, we bought terrible bootlegs like this Darth Maul, um, Black series. Look at him. At last we'll reveal ourselves, won't we? Yes. This voice has nothing to do with the character. So there you go. Um Ah, and Catherine Neen. So delightful. For me, discovering other people that are super into Star Wars was going to live Steel Wars podcasts. That's um that's really cool. I, I um, it's kind of overwhelming that that like people that became friends through the the podcast and stuff. Um, yeah. Hey, Michael, you say um, I got my kid the Leah and Wicket in that one. In what one? F- SH Figure Arts or no, no, they didn't do. Oh, maybe they did. What, what are you talking about? Um, Oh, I'll do this question. I thought he was um, chiming in about collecting. Um, Jim Crote. It is a collecting question, but it's different. But save your questions for the end. Jeez. Bloody internet. Um, I know it looks great. 
and 11,000 people plus seem to think the answer is no. But is 350 too much for the HasLab RazorQuest crest? Between that and the 400 Falcon at Target, oof. Um, I think the answer is not. Like, I think the people have answered. Like, that. it's like, it's capitalism is like, let's find... We've got something, let's find a price that a lot of people are going to pay for that we can produce this and still make a profit. And um, as you say, 11,000 people. I, I, If I was a collector of three and three quarter inch, I'd be all about it. Um, um, yeah, I wouldn't. I, I, yeah, I, I couldn't because of the current financial situation and, and looking after Harry and stuff. But I... I I sort of think it's fair because it is a completely new mold um, and, like, it's it's beautiful. And once it's painted up, like, look at the, the sail barge. <sighs> Oof. Um, uh, Stephen Murren says, actually, 350 for the race crest is a pretty good deal. I think so as well. I think so as well. Um, oh, Michael says he got the Leia and Wicket Barbie doll sized. Um, that wasn't Galaxy of Adventure though. That was that was the other one. That was the what's the other one called? It came out a year or two ago. It was more female focused. What was that one? That oh, was Forces of Destiny. Forces of Destiny. So, Gungan Dungeon, that is, um, that's where I'm at with the Star Wars figure collecting. I, um, th- there's rumors of retro Mandalorian figures coming out, vintage style that Yakface posted. I've been bugging, bugging Hasbro for, five or six years about doing these retro figures that aren't just reissues. Like I want prequel ones. I want sequel ones and Mandalorian retro figures. So figures that are designed in a basic way, like um, the, the vintage Star Wars figures from the seventies and the eighties. If they do Mandalorian ones, I'm, I'm in, I have to, I will save up the money to get these figures. Um, I, I would definitely get them. And I'm on the lookout I, I got to get a Toro. I got to get a Toro custom figure. So um, I'm all about that. A price says, uh, considering the price for the Lego Razor Crest, three fifty for the Haslab ain't too bad. Yeah, and I just think the proof is in the pudding. Like eleven thousand people put down their cash to say yes, this is a price I am willing to pay. Um, Michael Nip, who is in the chat. He says, do you think it's Disney's intention to have all the Star Wars Disney Plus shows connect to each other in some way through Ahsoka? No, I do not. I hope not because um, like, I, I don't really want Ahsoka interacting in like Cassian and in Obi-Wan. Like it's just a bit, it's a bit too much. 
I would like for her to be in the Mandalorian and then go off into the the Mandoverse and have adventures past the the Mandalorian. Um, I and and have those shows interact. I'm all about that. Did a video about that last week. Um, but you know, I, Ahsoka in in Cassian and in Obi Wan. I don't know. I just Cassian and Ahsoka. It would just hey, if they do it right, if they do it right. But I, I, I kind of, I don't think so. Just having Ahsoka in like the the Rogue One sort of universe sub part of Star Wars just seems odd that, you know, yeah, it just, mm. I, I, I just picture like Cassian shooting that guy in the back at the start of Rogue One and, and, and Ahsoka going, Hey, Sky Guy. And it, it just seems, I know, I know she grew out of that, but um, I'm just making a point. And uh, Michael's chiming in on his own question. She's everywhere, lol. All right. Rebecca Edwards always um, always has a challenging question. Oh, and it starts off great. Starts off great. Hey, Steel. Um, oh, if you are just joining us live like uh, Johnny G, who's not Johnny Grasso, we're doing live Patreon questions from uh, the Patreon page. And if we've got some time, although we're running pretty long, um, we're going to do some questions at the end. Oh, no, no. We'll, we'll be able to do a few rapid-fire questions. Okay, Rebecca Edwards says, Hey, Steel, a terrible Star Wars ring theory here. Yeah. Uh, do you think when Chewie... Oh, come on. Do you think when Chewie brushed off Leia after Han was turned into a donut by Kylo Ren, it was because she had brushed him off for getting a medal all those years ago? Here's my deal. I the the Chewie just walking past Leia shot in The Force Awakens is is one of the big my big issues with the film. Because I love the film, and that shot was just like, "What? No one watched his back and said that looks horrible." Um, and I, because, and JJ Abrams said, "Oh yeah, we overlooked that. That was that was our mistake." I don't want. I'm just happy to have that being like it was a filmmaker mistake. Uh, shouldn't have had it there. I'm happy with that. I, I don't want to hear about the Wookiee mourning process or the old Iranian respect walk or any of that. I, I just like they messed up. It's a film. Don't have to write around it. It's um, it's what it is. So I, I can't even entertain that, Rebecca. And I know you know that. I know you know that. Um, Spineless Oaf says I always love the Rebecca Edwards questions. Sam Carey says he needed time to mourn. Dicks, dicks. Michael Nip says, Wookiees mourn in solitude. Should I just put that skateboarding slam back up? Is that how we... Uh, I, I should just have that slam on repeat while I do the questions and, and people would think it's acceptable. Rebecca's second question is, Mark Hamill is a big Star Wars fan despite being in it. Imagine if you will that William Cat was cast as Luke instead. What kind of Star Wars fan do you think Mark would be? 
an awesome cosplayer. Is William Cat the greatest American superhero? Let's have a look. Images. Yes, he is. Um, I'll put him up right there. His old mate, William Cat, and this is where I know him from, the greatest American superhero. Look at that topless photo of him. Woo! God damn, William. Wow. Um, okay, back to the question. I'm, I was too stunned by the picture of William Cat. Um what kind of fan would Mark be? An awesome cosplayer living in his mother's basement, being a keyboard warrior, churning out awesome podcasts to fans all over the world with access to the full back catalog for just $3 a month? Oh, you're winning me back, Rebecca. You're winning me back. Or just some other kind of fan. Who rue Rebecca in Perth? I. Who knows, Rebecca, if any of us would be Star Wars fans if... Um, it was William Cat as Luke Skywalker. There was, it's a magic series of um, misadventures and um, setbacks that made Star Wars as cool as it was. And Star Wars without Mark Hamill. Hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I think he would be. I think with his talent and he'd be famous for something else, like acting wise. So he'd be, you know, like an actor that would score free tickets to Star Wars premieres and, and, and say he loves it and stuff. And, and yeah, maybe he, and he'd probably be fielding questions. Yeah. I'd love to be in Star Wars one day, you know, if they can work in a way, my friend, William Cat, he played Luke Skywalker. So, um, I don't think he'd be in the basement. I don't think he'd be in the basement. I think success was uh, heading Hamill's way. Uh, Catherine Neen asks, hey, Catherine, hey, Steele, with Cassian filming starting in London soon, in a couple of weeks, I believe, do you think they are using the volume technology or is that something only in the LA studio? I actually, when this question came through, Catherine, I looked this up and from the info like lodged about the filming and stuff with like a some actors union or something like that, it does say that filming will also take place in LA. So that would make me think that they're filming a bunch of stuff in London. Um you know, pretty in that modern practical way, then to do some more extreme shots, they'll be heading to LA to use the volume. Um, I know um, that all that volume technology is, is, is based greatly upon like 5G internet access somehow to generate, I don't know, there's something that you need like this, special internet um, to send it up to the server and back or something like that. Um, so you can't just plug it in anyway. 
Um, so yeah, from what I've read, they're going to come to LA and uh, film extra stuff. Although Michael Nip says they have three, I think LA, London, and Sydney. Hmm. 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 Uh, Shane Morrissey in the Facebook chat says, "Who um, you know would have had a bit of interaction with Hamill over time? Definitely um, followed him. Uh, Hamill has always been an SF uh, science fiction comics nerd. He would have loved Star Wars even without him." All righty. So yeah, Catherine. I I think either way there will be some voluming going on. So don't worry. You'll be able to see that handsome Cassian Andor standing in front of some breathtaking vistas in um, the Cassian show. I, I know, like, in I think how it was lodged, it was the Andor was the name, but oh, please let it be something a bit more. Like, Andor doesn't even... Like it isn't an instantly recognizable, like like the Mandalorian. I, I feel like Mandalorians are a lot more famous than Andor, but I don't know. It just like even like Solo. It it it's sort of easy to be cynical about the most basic names for um for these shows. Spineless Oath says pump up the volume which made me think there was something wrong with my um my volume on the show uh, and johnny i i talked about this at the start of the show i am um i'm working to make yesterday's uh the mandalorian episode seven commentary um get uh be copyright okay some pixelation going on buddy so um Oh, and Michael Nip. That's going to be great. Star Wars The Gallery. Andor. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um, Matthew Moll, who I know was in the chat just a second ago, he asks, Hey, Steele, absolutely loving the extra content you're putting. A lot of work and us viewers are eternally grateful. Hey, you don't have to be eternally grateful, but you can be grateful enough to... um, Three dollars, patreon.com forward slash steel wars. Or while we're sizzling, we have got our new t shirt prints that are available. We've got uh, the Yodi Hawk, uh, the My War, Exegol is for Lovers, and the Yub Nub Tees. They're up at steelwars.com. So, um, that's eternal grateful is good as well, but um, hey. They don't really accept it down at Trader Joe's. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, but Matthew has come to the party. Have upped the membership package to help support the channel. Thank you, Matthew. My question is, will you play my trailer on the channel? I surprised my friends and my wife with a Star Wars-themed baby announcement trailer and would love your thoughts. Ah, all right. Let's uh, check this out. Let's get this up and going. Share screen. I hope I don't get um, copyrighted by you. 
as I have been by uh, Disney. All right. Let's uh, check that. Ah, before Johnny wants to know, are those Mando Street posters ready for harvest yet? I've been away all weekend. Johnny, you got to go back and watch my skateboarding slam 18 times that I showed at the start. But, um, oh, that won't make it hard to tear down. I will go check them out in um, the next day or so because I would love a uh, a Yoju uh, street poster. I could put it up behind there. It would look pretty good. Uh, pretty, pretty good. All right. Let's um, check out the baby announcement from the moles. Can't hear anything, but... We've passed our long... Is there sound? Wait there. Maybe there's not sound. thousand generations live in you now. There's got to be sound. Wait. But I'd hear it. Wait there. Share screen. Chrome tab. Share audio. Maybe there's not sound. All right. Maybe the sound got taken down because of uh, John Williams. I have it. Oh, you guys can hear it? Why can't I hear it? You have that power, too. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? I cannot hear the sound. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. What is up with that? That's pretty fun. Wait, I've got to get sound back so I can watch this. Damn it. Maybe if I just unplug this. Why would there not be sound for me? Ah, oh, okay. I've worked it out. Damn it. All right. I'll go back. Share screen. Chrome tab, share audio, bang. Still not getting sound. We've passed our lonely now. Ah, got it. Thousand generations live in you now. 
force is strong in my family. I have it. Ha! Huh. You have that power too. There has been an awakening. Is this actual footage? We are, for those... We're, we're, we're watching semen. Stay on target. For those listening to the Patreon audio. Oh my god. Ah, oh, this little sperm going towards the end. One got in! And the Death Star exploded. That footage may have been from Woody's Great shot, kid. That was one in a million. Oh. And then there's a little x-ray picture. Baby Boy Mold you March 2021. Nice work. That is um that was sick. Congratulations. Um, yeah, having um, little Harry has just been like hard, hard, but um, just so rewarding. And he's such a, a fun little guy. And yeah, you're 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 in for a good time. But um, you're going to war. For the first year and a half. <laughs> but um yeah, I, I, I find like once Harry could communicate, because at the start you're just like, how do I make this bit of meat stop crying and happy? Like he can't tell I've just got to guess everything that could possibly be wrong. Once there's a, some communication, it just oh becomes a bit. It comes great. Uh, Shane Morrissey says, Sperm Wars. Uh, Sam says, that was amazing. And uh, John Graber says, I need a cigarette after watching that. Very good. Very good. Um, congratulations, Matthew. And um, brace for impact, man. The Empire will strike back. Um, all right. Brandon Baker. Um, the... One of, he's got the two last questions. Um, he says, you mentioned a desire for the Force to be represented in the Cassian Andor series. Well, I just think, what, what's Star Wars without the Force? You know, it's just it's it, it, it's just another sci-fi thing. I, 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 like, I've said this countless times. I was excited for The Mandalorian because it was Star Wars, but I wasn't like, Bleh. but then once... I saw baby Yoda and it, it tied in the force at the conclusion of that first episode. I was like, this has got everything. So, um, you know, it's star Wars, you know, all the parts of the force shaken around and then it sits in a different way, but you know, all the parts are there and yeah, the, the force like to me is just like, that's star Wars. But um, he's provided me some options. Which of these would you prefer to see in the series and why? One, 
a fallen hiding Jedi that reluctantly assists Cassian and K2, a pair of guardians of the wills, not Turret or Bays, who assist Cassian and K2, Imperial Inquisitors hunting down rebels, no Halley Sabres, Imperial Inquisitors hunting down the rebels, maybe some Halley Sabres is another option, or option five is a 30-40-something Baby Yoda, Yoju, if you will. Um, Solo, oh, Chili Spartan says Solo didn't have the force. It did. It had Darth Maul at the end. Um, but it also had Han Solo, the Millennium Falcon, and Lando Carizian. So it was, you know, it, it it made up for the lack of force. Um, with the excess of hey, remember these dudes? Which hey, I remember those dudes. I'm into it. Um, fallen. Hidden Jedi that reluctantly, mm, not really into that. Um, a pair of guardians of the wills, not sure it obeys, who assist Cassian and K2. I don't know, just having two other guardians that aren't those guys, like it just seems too much of a re- replacement of those guys. Definitely not Baby Yoda. Um, I'm going to go with. Out of those options, Imperial Inquisitors hunting down rebels, no Halley Sabres. Okay. And Brandon finally asks, hey, Steele, I am fascinated by the stories. Sorry, I've got to pop up. I've got to get rid of. I'm fascinated by the stories of Carl and McDonald's from the Star Wars Year by podcast. Star Wars Year by podcast. Um, patron exclusive. There's are some YouTube versions up that you can check out. And it's me and Hawes going through the Star Wars year by year book. And we talk about a lot of pop culture and bounce around. It's, it's super fun. One of my favorite formats. And we talk a lot about McDonald's throughout the years. And I used to work with this guy called Carl. He was the Jedi Knight of the buns in the um in the kitchen so we talk about him a little bit at the end of every episode and i'm doing research to try to find out more stories about him um the last episode he he got a bit of sith anger and threw a spatula across the kitchen in uh, a story that someone told me um but brandon would like to know what did carl like best about star wars I can never remember us talking about it. If he never mentioned it, what do you think he probably liked best about Star Wars? I think I feel like I've answered this question before. What do you think his favorite movie is? I, I, I think Carl, big Empire Strikes Back guy. I, I think he's just that he loves Boba Fett, loves Empire, uh, loves the lightsaber fight, wasn't that hot on the Ewoks and really... You know, he thought Revenge of the Sith was okay, but, you know, he wasn't too into um, the other two prequels. And um, I I reckon he, 
he probably wasn't too into um, the Disney films. Maybe like The Force Awakens. I, I don't think he would have been a fan of The Last Jedi. Um, I could be wrong. Um, but uh, that's what I think. So uh, thank you, Brandon. And I will be getting more Carl stories. And I, I should put up the little graphic, little Carl's Corner. There we go. That's not Carl and that's not me, but it's a representation of us in black and white. Now, um, I think we've gone almost an hour. Is it? If there's any questions, I will quickly hit them. Um, Jim Grote says, if the new Mandalorian trailer drops during Monday Night Football tonight, I don't know if it's a trailer or it's a little documentary or just a scene. It's an inside look, you guys. What do you think the most talked about moment will be? Ahsoka, fight between Mando and... And it says Hideon, but he meant Gideon. Um, hey, we've, we've all got typos. Um, oh, if Ahsoka's in this trailer, as um, the Kessel Run transmission boys uh, are really hoping for, you know, their, their, their reputation is on the line. Like, you know it, don't you know it? I don't know what people are talking about. Hmm, I don't know. But um, if Ahsoka is in this uh, inside look, then there's nothing that can that will top that as far as, as news out of this as trailer. Um, you know, like Luke Skywalker could, could bump her out, but um, that is, is not going to happen because we all know they're keeping the secret Sebastian Stan um, as Luke Skywalker role that he filmed while he was filming the Marvel show, totally secret till the final episode. Um, I'm making that up, but it's my, it's my wing and a prayer. So um, yeah, if Ahsoka's in it, that's, that's going to be the biggest story quite easily, quite easily. All right. I think we've gone um, almost an hour doing this Q and a thank you to our patrons. You, um, you really do keep that light and, and that light and, and that computer on um, so we can keep doing the show. I've also, guys, I hope you've noticed, but I upgraded the internet. So hopefully the uh, the video is coming through a lot cleaner um, than last week. Michael Nip says, the internet will break if Ahsoka is in the trailer. Sam Carey says, do you think they will show Toro in the trailer or will that be a surprise that is left for the show? Hey, you keep a big surprise like that. Under wraps. Fan favourite, Toro Calican coming back to The Mandalorian Season 2. Um, let's, uh, let's not hold our breath, but it would be good. It would be good. Um, tonight, there will be two separate videos. We will do a, um, a live roundtable. Um, let's see who's going to be, I, yeah, there'll be a bunch of people. I know Emily Lynn's going to be doing it and, um, we will be discussing. We'll also probably take, um, you guys can call in. I'll put up a link and, um, you can either audio or you can, um, it's not on Skype or Zoom. It's this other page that you go to, but you can video in and um, we'll get your reaction if you uh, would like to do that. That will be live um, sometime 
after 9.30 Eastern, I think it is. Um, oh, it might just be in about an hour and a half. I've got to get used to this Eastern time. But, um, yeah, I'll have a reaction video. I'll, I'll watch it not live, and um, we'll have that. That'll be like one of those short five-minute deals. And then we'll get the, the squad on. And you, if you want to uh, chime in and um, give us a reaction on the air or just chat along on YouTube, Facebook, or um, Periscope, Twitter. And um, so excited. So uh, I'll see you in uh, an hour and a bit. And, um, oh, yeah, you got to algorithm. Click all the buttons you can, you guys. I cannot emphasize this uh, anymore. Algorithm, algorithm, algorithm. There's this algorithm. It wants you to click buttons. Click. Why would you not give the algorithm what it wanted? Come on. Algorithm, algorithm, algorithm. Click all the buttons you can. I appreciate it. I um, I'm excited, and uh, we'll we'll see you later on in a couple hours. Uh, may that force be with you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.